smoke, fire, screaming in the streets. These were common occurrences in Quebec during the 1960s. And this was all thanks to a terrorist group called the Front de Libération du Québec, otherwise known as the FLQ. They caused over 200 bombings and dozens of robberies, killing six people in total from 1963 to 1970. However, none of these were as drastic as the October crisis kidnappings in 1969. Hello, it's your host Ellie here, and I'm so glad to be able to bring you this incredible true crime podcast about the 1969 October crisis. Enjoy. Both James Cross and Pierre Laporte were kidnapped by two different cells of the FLQ. James Cross was the first of the kidnappings. He was a trade commissioner in Montreal and was abducted from his home by a cell of the FLQ on October 5th, 1969, as his wife watched. Cross was allowed to read and watch TV, but that was all. The FLQ made several demands leaning on the well-being of Cross. They were the release of political prisoners, publication of their manifesto, and free passage abroad to the perpetrators. After the invoking of the War Measures Act by Pierre Trudeau on October 16, 1969, How far would you extend that? Just watch me. 250 more political prisoners were taken, and Pierre Laporte, who was the second of the kidnappings, was killed. Later, in an interview, James Cross stated, Funnily enough, I came to the conclusion I wasn't afraid of death. I was worried later that they might strangle me. I didn't want to be strangled. I did not seem to mind being shot, but I did not really want to have a bit of wire around my neck and have it pulled tight. He also emphasized that he was more concerned about what would happen to his wife, the duration of his captivity. Almost two months passed and Cross was finally released on December 7, 1969, and his captors were allowed to escape to Cuba. Cross found the mannerisms of the FLQ to be quite interesting, and he told reporters that, in some ways, he thinks they would have almost been happy to have been killed in cause of being some sort of martyrs of the revolution, and that their response to almost every reaction of the government in a legal sense, every police action, was fascinating. We have been lucky to gain access to archived footage of an interview with Barbara Cross, the wife of James Cross, about the October crisis. When asked what the worst moment during her husband's kidnapping was, she responded by saying, I, 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 I really don't know. It's a it, was a, it was a dreadful day when one heard of Michelle Laporte's death. And when asked what she did as soon as he returned, she said, Well, the ambassador opened a bottle of champagne. It didn't take us long to finish it. Too. <laughs> The lucky couple rejoiced in their reunion. However, the same cannot be said for Pierre. He was a journalist and lawyer outside of his important role as Minister of Immigration and Labor. He was kidnapped on October 10, 1969 by the Chernier cell while playing football with his nephew outside his home. They forced him into the backseat of their car armed with guns. The story of Pierre Laporte and his experience in captivity is clouded with mystery to this day. However, we can assume he was treated extremely poorly. On October 17, 1969, only seven days after the War Measures Act was invoked and his initial abduction, his body was discovered in the trunk of a car near St. Hubert-Longuel Airport. 
Forty-five years after the incident, his son Jean Laporte speaks in an interview about how October, especially the 17th, is a hard time for their family, and how it is truly impossible to gain complete closure on this matter. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast on the October crisis. And as always, I hope you have a great day and that you enjoyed. Thank you.